Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. a story about a guy who apparently didn't completely understand the concept of the activity he was about to undertake. The unidentified dude trying to take a Ural Airlines flight in Russia Saturday and after checking into the ticket counter and passing through security did something he hoped would make the job of flying the plane easier for the pilot or at the very least perhaps more fuel efficient for the plane. Dude stripped naked and tried to get on the plane during the flight boarding process. When police came to detain him he offered this bit of knowledge, clothing impairs the aerodynamics of the body, adding that he had stripped naked because he flies with more agility when undressed. Apparently forgetting that when you're flying on an airliner, you're basically in a tube and all that aerodynamic stuff is handled on the outside of the plane. Engineers have already uh, worked that out for you. Yes, they have, yes. But it's a good thought. (laughs) Appreciate your assistance. Yes. But that's not necessary. Well, Cliff... Today is Waffle Day. Ooh. That's right. So think of every week as a waffle. And Monday is like the waffle hole that didn't get any syrup. (laughs) I hate that. I do, too. Yeah. Yes, every hole has to be filled. It does. Because it's just not right if it's not. Some mornings I come in here and I feel like my waffle hole hasn't been filled. Well, Cliff, here we said at 642. Yes. Let's try a thought of the day. Sure. This one here is kind of deep, especially oh, for no. this program. Yes. For this program, yeah. It's extremely deep. Mud puddle's pretty deep for this program. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> well, here it is, Cliff. Alrighty. Our thought of the day. Uh-huh. Smart people mm-hmm. learn from their mistakes. Okay. The smartest people learn from other people's mistakes. Ooh. Huh? <laughs> and now my head hurts. Oh, no. <laughs> That was way too serious. That was way too serious. Yeah. we got to quit that. We'd apparently, Australia is also a country where a person can file a civil lawsuit against another person for basically any reason and then have their day in court. As it turns out, construction engineer 56-year-old David Hinkst will in fact get that day, his case having been reinstated by an appeals court after the civil case originally thrown out. Hinks claims bullying in the workplace and is asking for $1.8 million, Australian, from the company he worked for and his boss, who he claims was the culprit of said bullying. Court records also show the plaintiff in the case claims that his supervisor's actions amounted to a complex conspiracy to, quote, marginalize him and terminate his employment, unquote. And as a result, Hinks had to seek psychiatric treatment. All of this because dude's boss farted in his face, sometimes even thrusting his backside at the man for better effect. Pretty rare is the man who can fart on command, but in this case, Hinks claims that former boss Greg Short was, in fact, a serial farter. (laughs) I would ask you where you come up with these stories, but I'm afraid you'd dig even deeper and find more, so I'm not going to. Cliff, you kind of fooled me there on that 7 o'clock news story. I thought you were going to say that he sued them because they were making him actually do some work. That's where I thought you were going. 
Which reminds me about yeah. the uh, March Madness going on right mm -hmm. now. Did you see yeah. any of the action over the weekend, Cliff? Um, I saw some of it. I actually watched more of the women's tournament than the men's tournament. Really? Yeah. You enjoy that more? Yes. Wow. How come? Well, uh, <laughs> you can actually see a play develop in the women's game, you know, as opposed to the men's game where, like, basically, run and shoot, run and shoot. You know, and I'm not a basketball person like you are. I don't, and I, I'm not that kind of a fan. I just like to watch the contest. I like the women's action because they would play more like I would be capable of they, playing. Yeah, they don't play above el the rim. elbow above the rim. Yes. Although the, uh, who was it I was watching last night? Oregon? I think it was, or it was Florida. It was Florida, yeah. They were playing in Oregon. They got a, they've got a girl who's like, she could hit, she could, she could dunk. <laughs> oh yeah, they have them. She could, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, she's, yeah. But Jeez. the majority of them no, are kind of like right. me. I mean, yes. they're much better athletes than I am. Right, but they play below the rim. Yes, and I play way below the rim. <laughs> Pretty well ground floor. <laughs> but, you know, the March Madness, they always say every year, Cliff, yeah. it costs businesses billions, well, billions of, dollars. of dollars. Yeah, absolutely. And I try to balance that out myself, oh, Cliff. You, you do. Huh? I try to be yeah. productive during March Madness and then not the rest of the year. That makes sense. Yes, yeah. I just right. one month I hit right. it hard, and then and, after that, and when you consider how much your productivity is worth, it's really all a wash for you anyway. Yeah. Well, it's seven twenty-three, and I should have mentioned this to you uh -oh. off What's the that? air, Cliff. What but, are you talking uh, about? Well, if I said, Cliff, yeah, give me your well-known catchphrase. <laughs> yeah, you should have asked me before. I know that you have so <laughs> many of them, but you know, I, you you mean do do you mean catchphrase? On the air or off the oh, air? Oh, no. I want the one on, on the air. On the air, because yes. I do get requests. I'm telling you, people walk up to me, and can you say the thing? And I'm like, what thing are you talking about? You know that thing you say. And they want me to do the news intro. You know, the 4 W bar A Y news Cliff Ingram. They want me to do that. So that's probably the catchphrase on the air. Ah. <sighs> What I knew you? I should have said something to you beforehand. <laughs> what were you hoping for? Well, the other one you do during the newscast. <laughs> you mean... Uh, yeah, you should really. Are you talking about alcohol was a factor in the? No, that's not it either. No, I should have said something to you. Just in time for breakfast. That's it, okay. right there. <laughs> that's it. Because this story is perfect for that, Cliff. Oh, really? Yes. Wait, you're going to ruin people's food this morning, and not me. <laughs> yes, I'm going to give it a shot here. I'm inspired this morning. Okay. You see, Cliff, 27 yeah. states have now made it legal. Yeah. For drivers to eat roadkill that they hit with their own vehicles. <laughs> That's right. It used to be illegal in all states. Yeah. Now 27 have said, you know, if you uh, smash it, <laughs> you, you get a munch on it. Yes. <laughs> and this gives a whole new meaning, whole new meaning yeah. to the Meals on Wheels program you, that we've heard about right, for years yeah. and years. <laughs> of course, the legislation, you know, yeah. calls it roadkill. The clinical term for it, though. What's it called? What's the clinical term? I'm thinking White Castle. I'm just, I'm just, well, Cliff, this shouldn't yep. come as a surprise, but yep. it came in my email this morning like this was something that no one had ever thought of. <laughs> what, uh oh, what is it? Well, you know, you've been to some fast food places, basically yeah. the ones that are, you know, yeah. geared toward young, young children. Mm -hmm. And they're saying now that the uh, pit balls at those places are contaminated. <laughs> really? The balls have dirt and vomit and everything else <laughs> oh, on yeah. them, except right. for unicorn sweat. They have everything right. else on them. All the bad, the bad things that could be found um, in this earth in one of those ball pits. Yes. Right. 
And kids are in there all the time because apparently yeah. no one's cleaning the balls in the pit. That's right. No one cleans the balls. And um, every kid who goes to those places can't wait to get in the balls. Now, see, I would be a little different. I would be like, you know, I just seen I mean, two kids with the balls in their mouth and they're like spitting that's around right. on yeah, them. That's right. And then there was, there was, you know, a few minutes ago, kids with diapers playing in the balls. Yes. And... Having raised a baby, I know what happens to diapers on occasion. They fail. <laughs> Did your daughter jump in them? Uh... Yes. I tried to get her not to because, you know, frankly, sometimes you could smell the balls before you ever got close to them. They were that bad. It just smells like, I don't know, just old stinky sweat. Yes. Yeah. Now, were you trying to protect her from yeah. getting sick or were you worried about... <laughs> You know, you okay, well, here's getting the, sick. <laughs> My daughter was, well, is, remains, an only child. <laughs> and that meant that I was the playmate. <laughs> so, if she went in the ball pit, I had to go get in the balls, too. Oh. Come on, Daddy, let's go. <laughs> That's why I deterred use of the ball pit. Here's something you don't hear about very often. A PGA player suspended for performance-enhancing drug use. 41-year-old Robert Garrigus has won once on the tour back in 2010. By and large, has stayed out of the top 40 in world golfer rankings most of his career, but was suspended Friday from playing pro events over a three-month period after a random drug test came back positive for marijuana which is something that's on the PGA list of banned substances for being performance-enhancing, because some golfers apparently hit it better out of the tall grass when they're using the short grass. <laughs> that was horrid. That was horrid. Cute, Cute but thanks. still horrid thanks. at the same time. Thanks. If you've ever developed pictures in your lifetime in a dark room, yeah. you know, like for photography, Cliff, well, I've spent a few hours doing that. Well, then you know, and anybody yeah. else that's done it knows, yeah. it takes a lot of chemicals to pull this feet off. This is true. So um, this isn't really very reassuring here, this story. Why is that? What do you mean? Dogfish Head Brewery yeah. just created a new beer mm -hmm. that can also be used to develop film. <laughs> now, the beer's made with a bunch of different fruits. Yeah, and pears and mangoes and right. stuff like that. And yeah. somehow, Cliff, yeah. you can pour this stuff in as the chemical and develop your negative pictures. It's called Super 8, and you can get it starting next week. So if you've ever thought, if you've ever had that thought, yeah. I'm tired of drinking beer, and I need to develop some film right now. <laughs> this beer. That beer for you. Is for you. That's the yes. beer for you. That's the beer for you. I don't know how often somebody's been mm -hmm. drinking beer saying, this would be the time to develop my pictures. Probably not the best probably, time. Yeah, not, a, not coinciding very often, would be my guess. Yes. Cliff, I don't know if you've seen this commercial, but the Colonel from KFC yes. is starting to freak me out just a touch. I'm a little bit creeped <laughs> wait, out wait, by wait, that. Wait, wait, wait. Are you talking about the Mrs. Butterworth thing? Yes. Yeah, I saw that yesterday. That's just creepy. The <laughs> <laughs> the look in his eye. Yeah. Right before he kisses a oh plastic my gosh, bottle. He's kissing a plastic bottle. Yes. Oh, and there's another version too. <laughs> there is. Oh yeah. He's dancing with Mrs. Butterworths, and he lifts the bottle up over his head 
Like that pose from uh, the um, Dirty Dancing. Oh, yes. But that's not as creepy as where he embraces and begins to smooch on Mrs. Butterworth. I don't know who's in charge of those commercials. They've KFC. crossed the line. They've, uh, <laughs> they've went into... Um, <laughs> not so sure about your food here if the colonel's doing yeah, this stuff. they crossed the line. Well, Cliff, these so-called smart toilets are extremely popular in the country of China. Perhaps you you've know, heard of these. As a matter of fact, I have. I think I've... Uh, as part of my research for, you know, those segments on the news, I believe I've run across a story about all of the high-tech gadgetry now available in your basic toilet in the country of China. It's kind of amazing, yeah. Cliff. They've got heated seats, yeah, water rinsing, warm air drying. Mm-hmm. But the government of China has now issued a consumer warning yeah. after people started reporting they were getting electric shocks mm-hmm. from this high-tech <laughs> toilet. <laughs> That's right. Wait, wait, yeah. Now that's the uh, constipation setting. They need to turn that down. Yes, that's the that's cure. Right. Cure constipation. You don't need that all the time. No, you don't Hopefully. need it. Hopefully. No, no. Back it off from 11 down that's to right. about 9. That's... Cliff, I don't know anything at all about Texas. I know you know a little bit about it. Well, yeah, I lived there for um, seven years. Yes. Yeah. So have, when you were lived there, did you ever hear of a uh, town called McAllen, Texas? Yes. You have. I mean, it wasn't anywhere close to where, um, you know, to where I live because I was in Houston, and basically the size Texas is is, uh, you know, it, you count the distance and the number of hours it takes you to get there. Yes, <laughs> it's basically a twelve-hour drive from the east edge to the west edge, and a twelve-hour drive from the north edge to the to Mexico or the Gulf. But you've heard of McAllen, but Texas. I've definitely heard of McAllen, Texas. Well, they have been yeah voted. Mm-hmm. As the fattest city in the United States. <laughs> That's right. I looked this up, Cliff. Yeah. McAllen yeah. is located in the Rio Grande Valley. Oh, that's right along. It's the very southern edge of Mexico. Of course, that Rio Grande River goes from one end of the state to the other. Yes. Separating it from Mexico. But that valley is like way down in the southern part. That's right. Way down. Now, originally, yeah. if you go back in history, yeah. this area was not a valley. It wasn't. But after decades of these people wandering around, <laughs> the ground sank yeah, underneath the like, weight of them. It wasn't a valley, but we're so fat, we pushed it the <laughs> earth down. Right. That's exactly right. We made right. a valley when we didn't really want one. Our take it to the bank yeah. this morning yeah. is absolutely fantastic. I know it's really? usually fantastic. Well, don't break your arm over there, patting yourself on the back. Well, this one involves yeah. a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. If you recall meatloaf. Well, I had some last week. No, no, no. The singer Meatloaf. <laughs> Mercy. Yes, the singer Meatloaf. Yes. I remember Meatloaf. His second yes. album was called Bat Out of Hell 2. And one of the most popular songs he's ever recorded was yeah. I'd Do Anything for Love. Oh, but I won't do that for you. Yes. Well. Oh. Oh. Yes. Is this taken to the bang? What that is? Because that's like the biggest mystery in the world of rock and roll music. What it is he wouldn't do. No. But it does involve yeah. something that uh, people used to do as a dating protocol. Okay. And I'm telling you right now, yeah. I'd do anything for love, yeah. but I won't do what our Take It to the Bank is going to be talking about. <laughs> oh, here it is. Here it is. It's oh, time for Take goodness. It to the Bank. Yeah. Well, Cliff, I mentioned yeah. earlier the Meatloaf song, yeah. I'll do anything for love, but I won't do that. Right. And I'm going to take you now back to the 1800s okay. in Austria. 
Okay. Back then, Cliff, yeah. the dating protocol was like this. Okay. If you were a single woman, yes. you would put an apple slice in your armpit during the dances for the okay. night. So, like in the 1800s. Yes. I'm, and I'm assuming this is, what country are we talking Austria. about? Austria. In Austria. Yes, a lot of waltzing. Yeah. So, people who were available, men, women, gather at a dance hall. The women would take a slice of an apple, and they would put it under their armpit and hold it there the entire time they were dancing. That's right. And then what happened? And then at the end of the night, yeah. when the apple was nice and sweaty, mm-hmm. they'd give it to the guy that they liked the most that night. Okay. And if the guy felt the same way about the woman, yeah. well, he'd take the apple slice that he was given. Real? Oh, no, he didn't. Yes, he did. He ate it. Yes, he did. <laughs> he ate the sweaty apple. Yes. Okay. So when I say I do anything for love, but, but I that. won't eat that. <laughs> that sweaty that, armpit <laughs> apple of yours, I won't eat that. No. Yuck. But all of that, Cliff, yeah. you can take straight to the bank. You know, I really like taking to the bank. Two out of three ain't bad. Is he trying to say, Cliff, that yeah. he didn't like that take it to the bank? You know, I'd say uh, he took the words right out of my mouth. Uh, <laughs> oh, that was horrid. You asked for it. See if I ever yeah. mention meatloaf again on this program. Right, right. Maybe Sit. that's a good thing. I'm sitting here yeah. all revved up and <laughs> that's right. no place to go. That's right, hoping for paradise by the dashboard light. It ain't happening today, buddy. It ain't happening today. Well, Cliff, anything said today? Oh, yeah, there were plenty of things. Oh, my goodness, did we go overboard today. Now, I will tell you, if you missed any of this through the normal course of the program, you can hear it all later in its entirety on the Weed and Cliff podcast, which is available at weedandcliff.com, also iTunes, Spotify, and a number of other sources. Number three, a mud puddle is deeper than this program. <laughs> number two, you can smell the balls. They were sweaty. <laughs> the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, uttered at the end of the Take It to the Bank segment. I'd do anything for love, but I won't eat that. Well, it's true. <laughs> I would not. That was kind of a, a take it. Yeah, to the bank. Just in time for breakfast. Yes, let's let's try not to do that again tomorrow, Please. okay? Yep. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.